I forgot to look up my favorite MIA songs. I haven't listened to her in so long. She's problematic now, I think. Yeah, I mean, who among us is is not problematic these days? Ryan Gosling, star of the Barbie movie. <laughs> Ryan Gosling has done nothing wrong in his life ever. Is what you're telling me? I don't think so. Not not that yeah. not not that's been documented by any publications or <laughs> tweets. There's been no tweets. Wait, wait until this comes out. We have days before this comes out. Something might come out this week. I think he's pretty clear. I feel like he's in these Canadians. So I mean, oh yeah. So they they do no wrong. Yeah, I wanted to see that damn Barbie movie, but it didn't happen. Yeah, I figured. Everyone's going this weekend. I don't like being in a crowded movie theater. I can just wait. <laughs> I might try to. I might try to sneak into a matinee this week. To be honest. Oh, you should. Do, uh, does Max have camp or anything like yeah, that? Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Why. Go see a matinee. Sounds great. <laughs> Best way to see something. Yeah, I agree. Although I like a crowded movie theater. I'm mm. different. It's. It can be really fun. Yeah. I just don't particularly care enough about Barbie or Oppenheimer. I really, this Barbie movie is supposed to be fucking great though. I heard it was good. I've heard Oppenheimer's really good, but I just, I don't know. I don't care about Oppenheimer. I just don't care that much, but I just don't care about anything except for blur. So you're very nihilistic right now. <laughs> Are you going through a nihilist phase? Come on. This you're fucking almost 40. I know. I still have a year and a half. You should have done that. You should have done that fucking 15 years ago. I mean, there's a lot of things I do care about. You just said I don't (laughs) care about anything except for blur. Those were your words. Shall I, shall I get them back, pull them back up and let you hear them? (laughs) She's a nihilist folks. She's dabbling in nihilism. Whatever it takes That rage will get you through So welcome to another episode of the Degrassi Every Episode Ever Marathon Podcast. I'm Rachel. And like someone always said, no need to air out dirty laundry when there's plenty of fresh. I literally had to write down all of that because I was like, can't forget that one for later. I, am I that predictable? I'm your old pal. Well, no, no, no. I just, that was just such a weird. And then Charlie's like, that's a phrase. I've never heard that. Holly before. J. I believe she said that the, oh no, she's, yeah, oh, I think she said that the Holly J. I think you're right. And Holly J was like, I've never, that's not a phrase. <laughs> no need to air out dirty laundry when there's plenty of fresh. What's up everybody. How you doing there, Rachel? It's been a while. I'm doing, it's been, it's been a while. Sing it for me. It's been a while. There you go. I love it. Thank you. Um, since we've recorded this podcast. In fact, it's been about a month since we've recorded this podcast because we were traveling a lot. Ain't it the shit? Ain't it crazy? Yeah. yeah. Our July has just been one trip after another. For you. I only went on one trip. You went on several. Well, between the two of us, we went on three. Three trips. Several trips yeah, between yeah, the two of several. us. So it's hard to connect. You know, when you got stuff going on. So we did the thing that we did, and here we are. Mm-hmm. We're here. It's been a while Pat's for us. back. I'm back. We're having a great time. We're excited to be back. I am excited to be back, Rach. I don't know about you. You were a little hemming and hawing before about how, like, oh, I don't know if I want to do this anymore. I'm probably going <laughs> to cancel the podcast at some point. I'm just kidding. 
She didn't I'm say very happy to be back. I was so thrilled to see Pat. We talked for that was nice, half, but half an hour before we started. She called the this. podcast a chore, though, Broomheads. She did. She said it was a chore. Which well, you you said it first, and then I said, "Well, editing can be a chore." Well, I was making fun of you, though. I wasn't mm-hmm. saying it's a chore. I love mm-hmm. this. That's because you don't do that. That's very true. <laughs> Fair point. But alas, that's the only chore part. Whether it's a chore or it's a party. Mm-hmm. What'd you think of Barbie, Rach? Did you see the Barbie? We're recording this on the Sunday. The Barbie movie just took the world by storm. It did. I know you didn't see it. I did not see it. I didn't see it yet either. I'm going to see it. Looking forward to it. I'll probably mm-hmm. see it soon. And I'll talk. Mm-hmm. we'll talk about it on the next one. I think you should see it. I'll probably see it. All right. So let's see it. And then we'll talk about it next time. Sounds good. Sounds all like right. a plan. Cool. All right. So we have no, no, all of the, what else is hot topics right now? The Barbie movie. Oppenheimer. Uh, SAG strike. There's a writer's strike, a SAG strike. He yeah, has a lot of strikes. Mm-hmm. We stand um, with the strikers. We love you guys. Keep up the mm-hmm. good fight. Starring Christine Baranski. Because there won't be any more episodes of The Good Fight. Oh, with there won't Burns. be more, any more episodes of The Good Fight while we're on strike. I don't think there are. I think that show's over. Did you watch The Good Fight, Rachel? The Good Wife? I have maybe seen an episode or two by accident. Mm. Not on purpose. Now, how could you do that with a streaming show? How could you by accident press the button? Well, I think it might have been The Good Wife then, because that was definitely on... Mm. Uh, Archie Panjabi, they hated each other. They couldn't mm-hmm. be in the same room. Juliana Margulies and Archie Panjabi hated each other so much, they couldn't be in the same room. And then in the last episode, they're in a scene together, and they didn't even film it together. They filmed it on a green screen. God bless. They really don't like each other in real life. They hate each other. Wow. Why? No one really knows. There was some heat and some hostility, and nobody really knows exactly what happened. There is rumors that say that because Archie Panjabi was the first actor on the show to win an Emmy, that and Juliana Margulies oh. was the star of the show, that she was upset by that and kind of turned into a tyrant. I think that most accounts have her as the bad guy uh, and not vice versa, I think. I've never seen the show. It's an interesting, I, I do, I, I would watch that show, but you know, who has time? There's too many things to watch. You gotta watch the bear. First. <sighs> Start of the bear. Watch and, you know, episodes. watching, watching what we do in the shadows is back. What we do in the shadows. Justified is back, which I'm a big Justified fan. I gotta get you on You are? That. I had... No idea. Yeah, I loved Justified. Raylan Givens. I love Elmore Leonard stuff. Interesting. Justified. Also, Righteous Gemstones is back. Mm -hmm, Uncle Baby mm -hmm. Billy is in full force. Mm -hmm. You know, all the stuff is going on. That's good. Yeah, stuff. Things to watch. But, Rach, you had some big trips. One big one? I did. I had... I had a big one and a small one. You went, went to, to London, England, with all I your friends from London. You I went to the did. Wembley Stadium. I did. So blur. I saw blur. That's the most important part of the last month. How many and songs did they play from the Emancipation of Darren? Two. Oh, that's it. That's it. Oh. They only played two, but they had Darren masks for everyone. Who is Darren? Darren is so I knew the guy from I know this guy. <laughs> I know this guy, but I didn't know his name. And so I just learned what his name was. But he was 
um, a guy who worked with them for a long time. He was their bodyguard, kind oh, of. Okay. And so, like, and he worked with Damon, so he was, like, on a lot of Gorillas tours and solo tours and Good, the Bad, and the Queen. And I was like, I've seen this guy around for years. I had no idea what his name is. His okay. name is Darren Evans, but everyone calls him Smoggy. Now, is the album, like, about him? Is it, like, a concept album? No, it's not. And they're mo- they're not, like, you know, because early Blur has a lot of, like, characters in their songs and such. Right. And this is not that. Um it's I think Damon Auburn described it is that it's about Darren, but it's also about everyone. <laughs> it's about no one. It's really vague. I haven't listened to the album, but I have to tell you, I like the single a lot. Yeah, I have listened to the album now a couple times. Um, they it's very short. It's uh, 10 songs, but it's like 36 minutes. You're going to have to amend that boxed set now. And so they can put it in there. I'll say that. Much. You know, I opened my box set today because I I hadn't opened it in a while. And I realized that everything's still in plastic. Some fucking there. some some like moths <laughs> flew out of there. I opened it. <laughs> Just like bats. Yeah, yeah, that's better. That's better. <laughs> Um, a few skeletons. Yeah, the box set is from 2012, so it's out of date now. It doesn't have their two most recent no, albums. No, you you're going to have to get it but and I shove did, them in there. You're going to have to push yeah, them in. Yeah, I did. Um, this will come out after that, but I did pre-order the album so that I can watch the live stream that they're doing from the Hammersmith Apollo on Tuesday. Ooh. They're playing the album in full. I obviously could Which not nobody get wants. Because... Nobody wants to do that. It's like, <laughs> oh, they bought tickets and they were like, hey, guess what? We're doing the new album in full. And everyone's like, oh, fuck. What? <laughs> Let's go back to the other Nobody thing. wants that. Um, Wembley was great. Yeah. Um, I've seen Blur, I think, four times now. Um, and maybe five times. And they're they're really fun when they're doing a big show at a venue that they're happy to be at. And... I've only seen them in reunion things because the only time I was supposed to see them before they originally broke up was they canceled oh. <clears throat> at a festival in the like late nineties, early two thousands. Um, so I've seen them at Glastonbury. I've seen them in Hyde park. I've seen them, uh, at Madison square garden. And now I've seen them at Wembley. So all big iconic places. And they're sure. always having a really good time. And obviously this one, they were thrilled to play. They did a bunch of warm up shows and some festivals Damon cried. I saw that. <laughs> it's like, it was a really fun show. And everyone who's everyone in the UK was there. Like, I mean, not like on stage, but just all these like celebrities were also on the show. Dame too, Edna. Was Dame there. Edna there? <laughs> she died. Oh, right. I forgot. <laughs> Elton John. Elton John. Sir Elton Probably John. not. Probably not Elton John. Um, it's zero for two yeah. so far. You're talking about all these big. What about what about <laughs> was a Spice Girl there? I bet you Matt Berry might have been there. Maybe. Yeah. I bet you a Spice Girl was there at least. I bet a Spice Girl was there. I feel like Tom Sharpling was there. Did he say something? Oh no, they were on. They're on hiatus. I think that he. No, I follow him on Instagram. He was at something mm-hmm. big. I think it might have been that. Maybe it was something else. I think it was Blur. Well, now I gotta know. Um, might not have been Blur. Might have been something else. He might have been at something else. <laughs> I can't remember. But I think it was Blur. I think it now, was. Now I want to know. Was Meghan Markle there, do you think? Well, she doesn't live there now. She doesn't live there now, no. Um, I don't think that Kate and William would have been there because they seem very boring. Helen Mirren? Maybe. Okay. I honestly can't remember now, but it was just say it yes. Was a really, just go. Yep. Yes. Yep. 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 They, they were, were there. He was there. <laughs> he was there. 
Paul was, Hollywood. He was there. Yeah. Paul Hollywood definitely there. The Paul I'm sure Holly- Fielding was there. The Paul Hollywood of America, Guy Fieri, is in some hot waters. He's glad handling Trump at some MMA fight. Oh, I God. mean, I don't know if that's hot water. Most people probably don't care, but some people are like, how could you, Guy Fieri? And I was like, have you seen? They still had faith in Guy Fieri like, at this point. Have you seen Guy Fieri? <laughs> Guy Fieri did go through this, like, renaissance, I feel like, where people were like, no, no, he's great, and we like him. Mm-hmm. That was, like, mm-hmm. a more recent thing. Because mm-hmm. his sister, I believe, is a lesbian, and he has been very vocally a proponent okay. of, like, gay rights, and he, and it definitely has been. And, like... And so I think people had started to think, oh, maybe he's not so bad. Maybe he's not. He just like saw uh, the guy in a fucking MMA fight. I mean, sh- yeah. sh- what are you going to do? And then he shook his hand. I guess so. And then he shoved spicy wings down his throat and he was like, eat this motherfucker. And I was like, that's good. He actually, it was actually the back of his head with the sunglasses on it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it looks like a person, but it's not quite. What does he do but when yeah. he needs the sunglasses? Does he have one in he the front, one pair. in the back? Yeah, I'm sure. Sure. He's got double pair. Um, but yeah, Blur was a fantastic concert and it's just like, it's so different when you see your favorite band versus like, I like a lot of bands, but there's like two that are my favorites. Yeah. Pat's like, not so sure. I like Blur and Fuel, as we know. (laughs) Blur and brand new. I know. And you're never going to see brand new again. No, I'm never going to see brand new again. So I just got Blur left. And that was even who knew. Yeah, I mean, they every so often I'm hoping that they'll do a full tour like a U.S. tour next year. But, you know, we'll see. It's no Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. At least I'm not trying to get tickets for that. Taylor Swift is killing it. God bless. (laughs) The era's tour. Feels like it's been going on for an era, if you know what I mean. It has. And it's going to go on for another era. So, yeah, it was just so fun. And I... I'm like, I just want to see that again. And did anybody that you were with say, yeah, it's so weird. They saved all their popular songs for the end. Or was it, (laughs) or were these people actually people who go see concerts? (laughs) Well, I went with my friend Nita that I used to work at concert venues with. So like, she she understands how concerts work. She understands, she understands how concerts work. And we were with her brother and sister-in-law and their two teenage daughters. And it was their first concert. Oh, that's great. they had a great time. One of them's 13 and one's 17. Oh, that's great. It was a 17-year-old's first concert, huh? Yeah, she hadn't been to any. So, but like the 13-year-old, I was like, I was 13 when I went to my first concert, I was telling her. They had such a good time. You were were excited to go see the Beach Boys when you were 13. I I went to HF Festival. That was my first concert. I thought it was the Beach Boys. I've never seen the Beach Boys live. You love the Beach Boys, though. You always talk about the Beach Boys. You love Mike Love. Um, I like current Mike Love. Current fucking alt-right Mike Was love. your first concert Beach Boys? It was the Beach Boys, yeah. Yeah, it was. <laughs> you were talking about yourself in the third person. Yeah, I was using my own, I was using my own uh, shame to make fun of you. Aruba, the first, the first Jamaica. Ooh, I want. It was when Kokomo was hot. Oh my god! I remember when Kokomo was hot because I was at Girl Scout camp and it was always saying <laughs> Kokomo. It was like seven years old eating. All our snacks were Girl Scout cookies, which I think is like not a good idea. 
<laughs> they only gave you Girl Scout cookies at snack time and we would eat a bunch of cookies and then sing Kokomo. You know what? I'm sort of of the mindset and this is going to be probably not a great take. People are going to be mad about this. I don't I Maybe they won't be, but I'm sort of of the mindset of like, fuck the beach. <laughs> the beach boys suck. Like, oh, but they revolutionized the, the fucking studio as a I don't care. It's the stupidest music ever. She's real fine, my 409. Fuck off. It's music for the beach. And at that, only particular beaches. (laughs) I do like pet sounds. I'm not, I do like Wouldn't It Be Nice. I like Sloop John B. Mm -hmm. I like those. I like a couple of the songs. But, and I know Brian Wilson is like a mad genius in the whole thing or whatever. But I'm like, whoever is like, you know what I really want to hear right now? Speech boys. <laughs> you know, put on fucking she'll have fun, fun, fun till her daddy takes the T-bird away. Who fucking cares? It's like, <laughs> oh, if only daddy would take the T-bird away. I gotta tell you, if, I... you, if you put on like that 30 greatest hits Beach Boys album uh-huh. right now, I would know every word to every song. And here I am shitting on the Beach Boys. Mike so loves a first... piece of shit though. The first band that I saw at my first concert, because it was a festival, so obviously people played all throughout the day, was Semisonic. Oh, wow. That's fucking crazy. Really? Yeah. yeah I've told Uncle Dan this story. For, yeah, for context, if the if broomheads are new to the podcast and they don't know, Rachel's sister, uh, her husband, Dan from Semisonic, is his uncle. Yeah. So that's a very funny, that's a, that's the first band you've, I think you just told this story not that long ago. <laughs> because my parents just went to California to see Semisonic with Bernie Kidley. <laughs> it's been one week a since month. you locked in me. <laughs> it's been a month since we've recorded, that's for sure. Did they love <laughs> seeing the bare naked ladies? They had a great time. Yeah. Also, did you know, I forgot, but you probably do know. It's like, that's the first way I say it is, did you know that the Bare Naked Ladies did the theme song for Big Bang Theory? I did know that. I did know that. <laughs> because they played it. I, I, I was going to ask. They fucking play it. <laughs> they played it. Mm. No, uh, no Steve in the band anymore. I know, because he's a hero. He was a big heroin addict, right? Something like that. So they threw him out? I think he, he, yeah, some some kind of drug or alcohol problem. Wasn't he the singer? He was one of the two singers, yes. Right, they both sing. But he yeah. sings, but he's it's the one Ben. He's, he's, yeah, he's, he's got the good voice. <laughs> this is where we also live. Yeah, that guy. Mm-hmm. That band sucks. I don't know what they do without him. I didn't go to the concert, so I really like, gently The other guy know. probably sings the, oh, you know what? I know what they do. <laughs> Uh, they do a hologram. No, 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 no. Matt Skiba. Matt Skiba does it now. <laughs> He's out of a job, so they're like, Skiba, what are you doing? <laughs> he brings a little edge to the bare naked lady. Yeah. yeah, he like cuts himself. But not the edge. That's a different guy. That's a different guy altogether. Um, how are you? How are you doing, pal? If I went to a, that was my the bare naked ladies concert, I'd fucking want to die. It's just like horrible. I hate it. <laughs> I saw them in the 90s, but I haven't seen them since then. Do they play that fucking song, If I Had a Million Dollars? Well, in 1998, they did, yeah. That song is so fucking bad. Mm -hmm. It's like, if they might be giants, suck. That's when people used to throw Kraft Macaroni and Cheese up on stage. Oh, yeah, we've talked about this. Yeah, yeah. Bare Naked Ladies is If They Might Be Giants, sucked. That's what they are. (laughs) They Might Be Giants, rule. Shout out, Sandy. No question. I've seen They Might Be Giants a ton of times. Mm -hmm. I'm good, Rach. Things are good. 
Thanks for asking. That was nice. Um, you know, it's summertime. I hate the fucking summer. It's oh, hot. Yeah. It's always hot. I'm sweating you know all the time. You know what's interesting is that we had a really nice spring this year. So it was like not rainy and cold. It was like it was beautiful. It wasn't too hot. It wasn't too humid. And that's when I realized I was like, wait, I don't think I like summer. I think I like spring, but we always have a terrible spring. You like here's what you like. I don't like the heat and humidity that I we know, have right now. But you like the summer activities. I do like and the that's summer that's totally yeah. understandable. You like the beach. You like the pool. You like a nice. I like hike. hanging outside with the fireflies. You like hanging outside with the fireflies. That's what you like. And you're a, so you're like a summer babe. That's cool. You know what? You know what my favorite thing about the summer is. But I feel like it's harder to do these days with climate change. Is that when it cools off at night and you wear a sweatshirt and shorts? That's the best. It's the best. And I feel like I don't get to do that. Very looking often like anymore. looking like Princess Diana. You know? Yeah, but that's why I'm going to move to California so that I can wear a sweatshirt and shorts at night. What are you night. talking about? Because <laughs> oh, it I... cools off. Desert. I guess. <laughs> so, they, so they claim. <clears throat> it's been... Too long. Sorry if you love the bare naked ladies. I don't mean to say they're terrible. It's just not for me. <laughs> if I had a million dollars... This song is so bad. So that, that is the maybe the worst song of all time. Maybe. Oh, I think there's worse ones out there, but yeah, there probably is. Anyway, you know what's worse? What? First of all, blurred lines. That's worse. Oh yeah, that's way worse actually. Um, there's a lot. I'll think of some. Oh, I can't think of the name of that one. Oh, you know what's w- what worse? Shoot, what is the one that I'm thinking of? I can't think of the name of it. Fucking Macklemore. Remember Macklemore? I do remember Macklemore. What's that song he sang about the goodwill? That song sucks. That's one of the worst songs ever. <laughs> I don't know if I know that one. That was the popular <laughs> one. Isn't it about shopping at the goodwill or something? Or like the fucking Salvation Army? That was this big popular <laughs> Macklemore song. <laughs> I don't remember. Why, what am I, where am I going wrong here? <laughs> the one, I mean, I think we're all thinking of songs from the same time period. Because the song that I couldn't think of the name of is Gagnum Style. <laughs> That's which be- I think that's think better is worse. No, now. that's better than fucking if I had a million dollars. Um, <laughs> thrift shop. He has a song called thrift shop. What did I say? The goodwill. The goodwill. <laughs> thrift shop. I don't remember how it goes. <laughs> anyway, oh, we're not here to talk about thrift shop. Goodwill. Salvation Army. Macklemore. Mm-hmm. Macklemore and Ryan Lewis. Any no, shit. The not bare, more with anyone else. The bare naked ladies, the beach boys, Barbie, possibly Blur, Oppenheimer, Darren. We're talking about Degrassi. More specifically, Degrassi episodes 1110 and 1111. That doesn't happen all the time, you know? Yeah. 1111 like that? 1111. I saw that and I was like, I guess we have to make a wish. What's our wish? Um, I don't know. What do you it's think? not for world peace. Nah, I like it when we're fighting. I think it's for more Mike Grassy episodes because this was a Mike Grassy joint and it was pretty good. Michael Grassy did come correct, I will say. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, 1110, 1111, the 10th and 11th episodes of the 11th season of Degrassi 
Uh, more specifically, they're episodes 240 and 241, but because of all the two-parters, I think it's 175. I haven't checked my math in forever. I'm sure someone knows. Uh, the name of the episode is Paper Planes. Paper Planes is a song by M.I.A. Mid-2000s Wonderkind mm-hmm. M.I.A. Rachel, what's your favorite M.I.A. song? Uh, Galang. Mm. Because I loved that first album and I love I used to put that song on like I used to put it on like every playlist for every party for maybe like five to ten years great song it was a great song I really I I liked I listened to MIA for like a you know that brief period in the mid 2000s yeah mid to late and then that was it That was a time to be alive, time to be mm-hmm. in your twenties, which we both were. Mm-hmm. Um, it was great. I lo- what were we in our yeah we were in our twenties yeah. yeah yeah I turned two thousand seven yeah twenty one in two thousand five oh nice I turned twenty five mm-hmm. yeah great song Galang Arhuler right that was the name of that album mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that was a great album that was the oh, calm nice. before the storm though because then Kala hit. Uh-huh. And, and that's oh, one of my my very good friends from grad school is named Kala, actually. She's named after the MIA album? That's cool. <laughs> she, she was good. born well before, but It's yes. good for her parents to mm-hmm. know that there was going to be this kick-ass album in 2007, mm-hmm. and they'd be like, we're going to name our daughter after it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, MIA is, uh, I don't know, she doesn't believe in vaccines. That's what we know. Mm-hmm. She said something about Alex Jones having to pay being sued and losing and having to pay a bunch of money. And now that was like crazy. She didn't think she thought that was crazy. Um, I remember looking at things that she'd said like a couple years ago and being like, Oh, it's not as bad as I remember, but like, it's, I mean, not a couple years ago, but like within the last six months or something. Um, yeah, she did. It's say- not as bad as I remembered, but it was like still iffy. She said that she would never get the microchip vaccine that was that was uh that was out so whatever i don't know mm-hmm. i feel like now no one's mad at anti-vaxxers anymore well i guess they are because they're mad at uh robert f kennedy jr well yeah but he's also saying that like covid didn't kill the jews so i think that he might that might be part of the problem Wait, what did he say oh you didn't hear this covid didn't it didn't kill any jewish people yeah, let me see. This guy is a lunatic. And on top of that, he's married to fucking what's her name from Oh yeah. Curb Your Enthusiasm. Um Cheryl Hines. Yeah. Um I think that Galang is a really good song. That would have been my pick, but you picked it. I think Paper Planes is still good. I still like to hear it. When it comes mm-hmm. on, I'm still like, oh man. I fly like paper kid. High so like- yeah, what ahead. what Robert F. Kennedy Jr. said was that the COVID-19 virus was engineered to spare Ashkenazi Jews and Chinese people. Yeah, <laughs> this guy. And he's, he's supposedly a Democrat. Also, he, he ran because of Steve Bannon told him to. He's. Uh, yeah, just spouting a lot of conspiracy theories. Kala is a banger, banger after mm-hmm. banger. It's got boys mm-hmm. on it. It's got bamboo banger. Speaking of uh, uh, bangers, mm-hmm. Great. Paper Plates is like at the bottom. It's like like the 11th song or something on that track list, which is crazy. Yeah, yeah. It's really good. But shout out to <gasps> Live Fast, Die Young, Bad Girls, Do It Well. That's a dope song, mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm going to say 
bad girls. Paper Planes, I think, is the it's the I do best. it too much. That's my problem with it. I know, it's but it's song. still it still gets me. Like mm-hmm. I didn't hear it that much. I think I guess at the time, mm-hmm. and it was in like a lot of commercials. I feel like and stuff, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, it's a good song though. It was in a lot of commercials. I like Babe again. I like Again, me at the Ma- Max heard it recently and liked it and asked me to put it on his list. Oh, what else is on his list? Oh, jeez, everything that he <laughs> say he likes every song. He's always like, "Can you put some of this on every song he hears?" Mostly from Lithium and or First Wave. So it's a lot, lot of Depeche Mode. He oh, loves Depeche, I like Depeche Mode. Mode too. Oh, did I ever tell this the 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 personal Jesus song story? No. Oh my god. So I'm in the car. I gotta think about it. Hold on. I gotta think okay. about how it goes. So got it. Okay. Okay. Lith- listening to Lithium as usual. Mm-hmm. And the Toadies Possum Kingdom was on. Mm-hmm. And there's a line in Possum Kingdom where he goes, uh, so help me, Jesus. A lot. He says it a lot, more than once. Yes. And Max heard it, and he was like, Daddy, what, what about that other Jesus song? And I know he likes Personal Jesus by Depeche Mode. Like, he loves mm-hmm. it. He talks about it. He sings it. He knows it. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, right. Personal Jesus by Depeche Mode. And he was like, how does that go? Sing it. He doesn't know how to say, how does that go? He mm-hmm. was like, sing it. And so I sang, your own personal G. And he was like, no, not that one. The baseball one. I was like, the baseball one. And I was like, I, for the life of me, I was like thinking about it and thinking about it. And I was like, I can't. I, I got to just called this an L. I don't know. I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. And he was like, all right, fine. We don't have to talk about it anymore. And then I'm driving and I'm singing personal Jesus in my head. And I'm like, mm-hmm. reach out and touch faith, faith, faith. And then I go, Max, let me ask you something. Does the song that you're talking, the baseball Jesus song that you're talking about, I go, is that the one that goes reach out and touch base? And he goes, Yes. I don't know how it came to me that he thought reach out and touch faith. I think that that's also what I thought they were saying in that song. (laughs) (laughs) Not recently, but like previously. Yeah. Reach out. He was like, I used to hear that a lot when I was a kid, the baseball Jesus song. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? (laughs) The baseball. I couldn't for the life. And I was like stewing about it. Cause I'm like, and as I'm singing, I go, reach out and touch faith. And then I start to go, oh, maybe. And I checked and I was right on the money. Reach out and <laughs> touch so base. Good. It's so good. Ba-dum, dum, dum. It's a great song. Reach out and touch faith. Personal Jesus, Depeche Mode. Great song. Oh, Depeche man. Mode. Anyway, it was a fun detour. What did I pick? Bad, bad Girls? Yeah, I guess. It's probably Paper Planes. What about Santa Gold? Remember Santa oh, Gold? Oh, Santa Gold. Yes. Also, same similar time period. This was also back when I um, Spotify did not exist until like the late 2000s. Like, I think I had that around 2009 or 2010 because they had it in Europe first. Santa Gold? Um, no, Spotify. Oh, Spotify. Um, <laughs> and I wasn't necessarily, I was like a student, so I wasn't necessarily like buying albums uh, like all the time, but this was like still download period or yeah. like you get songs from other people um, on like mix CDs, things like yeah. that. And then you would burn it into your own computer. So I definitely like did not own these albums ever. 
it was a lot of like hearing a couple songs, but not the whole thing. I definitely had that first album. I don't know if I had like an actual copy of it or just like a burn CD, the the first mm-hmm. Santa Gold album with LES. Artists. I'm talking about MIA, not um, Santa Gold, oh, but I, also I don't had, know that I, I had owned that either. Are you on a burn CD? I can still mm-hmm. see it. I can rem- I remember yeah. it on a burn CD, but yeah. she was like an MIA's protege, right? Or something. Something, yeah. They were uh, like, but yeah, I definitely, I think I had a burned CD of Santa Gold's first CD, CD, yeah. first album, Santi White, and then she's she's still around too. God bless. Mm-hmm. Live it up, everybody. Keep going. Keep pushing. Don't push your agenda though. Your anti-vax <laughs> agenda. Don't push that. But push yeah, some hot songs. Yeah. Use your platform for music. Oh man, Fiona. Oh, should I read my blurb? Hit me with your best blurb, Rach. Come on, let's get into it. Let's All fuck right. this up. All right. As I already said this, Michael Grassi is back with a banger. Yeah. And our favorite kind of episode where a character quickly devolves yep. into drug addiction in 44 minutes. Yep. I actually would say that this one was a little bit slower than some of them. I feel like I they agree. maybe gave it ample time. We'll talk. About um, so this time it's Anya and Coke. Meanwhile, Fiona and Charlie break up and Connor is finally caught in Pantygate. So two things. As soon as I saw her put cocaine up her nose, I went up. Oh, this is going to end with her yeah. like hitting rock bottom by the end of the first episode. <laughs> and you're right. It didn't. It took the second episode and she didn't really hit yeah. rock bottom. No. And then there was a moment early in the first episode where. um Connor's like, it was a phase. I'm over it. And I was like, is this how they're going to end this? They're going to no consequence. And I was like mad. And then I was mm-hmm. relieved. I was like, it's going to come out somewhere in this episode. I just don't know where and how. And then I was shocked because like Allie somehow didn't see who it was. And he I was put like, the hood totally clocked who it was. She put the hood on. He put the hood on. Um, so, yeah, there's a lot of stuff happening in this. His. Like. So, well, I mean, we'll get to it, but like Connor gets suspended and it's like a jovial and it's like, I'll be mm-hmm. back soon. And I'm like, but everyone knows you stole like Miss O knows you stole her underpants now. Yeah. I don't know. I guess it's like he's not that creepy, but it is creepy. The way they act is just like Asperger's womp womp. It's like so weird. <laughs> I mean, that is what they do. Basically, they're like, well, he yeah, he doesn't know. And maybe I don't, yeah. know. I don't know. I can't speak to it. I fly like paper cat. I like planes. <laughs> so uh, Owen and Anya are at the club. Yeah. Oh, God. This club. This fucking club. I love this, this club. This club we've never seen before. We meet some great friends of Bianca's, Polly, because of course Bianca's friends with a Polly and hey. Chloe. Also, is this above the dot? No, right? <laughs> we have no idea what this, this is. This is some kind of underage club, I guess. Where that, everyone does cocaine in the bathroom. Yeah. It's not going to stay open for long. That's why they didn't even give it a name. I like how good how good the wardrobe department was at capturing Owen in, in his t-shirts. Like (laughs) 
They I don't captured think I even his paid attention to him. What did they say on them? They didn't say anything. They were like affliction shirts that didn't say affliction, you know? Oh, but they were like okay. of that mold. Time. And I was like, yeah. this is exactly what this guy would wear. They knew him mm-hmm. to a fucking T. They mm-hmm. also tried to get us on Owen's side for a little while. And mm-hmm. they were kind of succeeding with me until the end. Which was designed yeah. that way. It was designed yeah. to yeah. turn on him. Yes. Sorry, go I'd ahead. agree. That's you can it. keep going. So they're at okay. the club. They're at the club, and Anya is really upset because she hasn't told her mom yet that she didn't get into TU, the only school that she applied to. Yeah. And tomorrow they have, like, a meeting with Snake, so she's like, I have to tell her before then. And so, right. you know, she meets Bianca's friends, and Chloe offers her some Coke, and she's like, have you ever done that to Owen? But then she's just, you know, having such a shitty time of things. She's like, I'm going to try it. Why not? Owen has never done it. It should also be pointed out that Bianca does not do it. Bianca. It's just Chloe. Just Chloe. So, yeah. And then, yeah, then thus starts the love affair. There's a reason why they did that. So they didn't have to continue that storyline with anyone else. (laughs) Yeah, I, but Bianca was like, gross, cocaine. She didn't say that, but she said it in her facial mm-hmm. expressions. Yeah. Um, so she has a great time on cocaine, as you do, because mm-hmm. it's super fun to do cocaine, but it sucks the next day, which was um, shown in the uh, mm-hmm. in, in the episode. I have to say, there two <laughs> instances. the fact that God. Owen's like, you look like crap. He's like, you <laughs> terrible. She, well, I will say, she had a great hungover voice thing going on mm-hmm, she mm-hmm. did that awesome and mm-hmm. even though in the interview section in episode mm-hmm. two the high was very exaggerated she mm-hmm. was very good there oh yeah i thought that she did a really good job of of the highs and lows of this situation she was awesome this was a yeah. great episode for melissa Mon- no Monroe. samantha monroe samantha monroe Samantha Munro Chambers as as actor. She was great mm-hmm. here. She got to play Hungover and High, and she mm-hmm. did them both really great. What I loved about it was that everyone knew that she was high when she was. They're just like, oh, you have to be on drugs right now. <laughs> yeah. Owen just looked at her eyes and was like, you did coke. Uh, I know Owen. it. And he was like mad at her and was like, eh, I'm getting you can't see Holly J. And that's later. Oh, yeah, that's later. Yeah, he wasn't as mad about the coke the first time, but the second time he was mad. Yeah. I was really surprised that Anya's parents didn't know where she applied to college. (laughs) If she has such a close relationship with them, and I know her mom was going through cancer and all that, but I just, like, my parents knew everything about where I applied because you had to send checks with all of those applications, too. Well, I wonder if, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, you're right. I like was they, like, they knew all the details of everywhere I was applying to. So I was just, I don't know. I was very surprised about that part. I wonder, though, if she lied to them maybe about it because mm. she was like, obviously only applying to TU because of Dr. Chris. True. So maybe she said she was, I don't know, who knows. But you're right. Like parents, not only is there checks, but like I remember like my essays, like my parents read my essays, like to yeah, give notes same. and stuff. Like mm-hmm. maybe uh, she did have cancer, but at the same time, like she seems very interested in her daughter's education. Even She's so. so involved and Anya calls her her best friend. Yeah, she does. So I was just very surprised by that. But 
Yeah. I also, well, also like the overarching theme of this episode for Anya, which is that like she is kind of lost in everything. And it's like, you know, her mom seems so proud of her, but I'm like, she's got average grades. Yeah. She's <laughs> like, kind of she's, a dummy. She's like not that involved in things like other than LARPing. Um, Which I was like, what? we haven't talked about LARPing in a long time. And then they cut to her and giving the interview with the, the professor. And, and she's like, and I'm a LARPer. She doesn't really have any particular ambition of like what she wants to do. And not to say that like everyone knows what they want to do when they go to college, but like, you know, you maybe have some ideas and she seemed like she was like, Oh, well I wanted to go to vet school, but that's very hard to get into. So I'm not sure. She wanted to be a vet. <laughs> yeah. So do you go to regular medical school to be a vet? I don't know. I, you go to veterinary school. Okay. Different, different medical school. Yeah. Medic medicine <laughs> of the animal. Sheep. Sheep. <laughs> It's an animal. This is Canada, not New it's Zealand. It's an animal. It's an animal. It's an animal they would have to take care of should someone show up with a sheep or a pig. It's true. It's true. Or a dolphin. They Apparently, to... actually, these days, vets really do not get paid very well. I learned that recently. And it's very hard to make a good career out of it because their uh, tuition is similar to medical school. It was very expensive to go to school, and then it's very hard to make that money back. Much like an MFA. But doesn't it cost <laughs> But doesn't it cost a lot of money to take your animals to the vet veterinarian? It does, yeah. It's hard to get insurance for them. You know, it's America. I mean, probably also elsewhere. I recently had to get Daisy needed to get um a controlled substance that they did not carry at the vet's office. So they sent me to a person pharmacy for it. Yeah. And I went in and they're like, yeah, they have it there. This is like a thing we do normally. And I was like, okay, cool. It's, um, it's a codeine related thing. And so that's why they don't keep it in the vet's office. They don't want anyone breaking in, trying to steal it. Yeah. So uh, I go in and I'm like, this, the guy who's helping me at the pharmacy at the Walgreens is like very confused by this whole situation. <laughs> so he's like, he's like, so she's a dog. And I was like, yes, <laughs> Daisy, she's a dog. And he was like, last name. I was like, Ikniowski, I guess. She's just um, a dog. It's dog. Then, Her last name is dog. And then he's like insurance. And I'm like, well, she doesn't have insurance, but I have insurance. And he's like, okay. So he took the information and he's like birth date. And I'm like, 12, 10, 84. And he's like, no, that's, that's an old dog. Birthday. <laughs> that dog's old holy shit and then when i went to pick it up not that you're it, old but for a dog that would be very old yeah when i went to pick up the prescription it was for in quotes daisy dog ikniowski <laughs> here's a question but it so, literally is printed with quotes around it oh well, because it's theoretical <laughs> like theoretically so, this is for a dog not for a person so if you, if I'm a person, right, let's say, for mm -hmm. example, I'm driving a car and in my travels, you hit an animal, I hit, let's say a cat, but okay. it's, it's very light. It's mostly mm -hmm. fine. Maybe it's leg is broken or something. Mm -hmm. I guess that would be hard. It would probably die because if a car ran over a cat, but let's just well, say it's not like horses that they kill them when their legs are broken. This just horses. Okay. But this is not my cat. Right. This yeah. is, let's say, a stray cat. Mm -hmm. But I'm a good person and I'm not going to let the cat die. So I would take the cat to the veterinarian. Yeah. You have to pay for that. Cat. I'm responsible to pay for mm -hmm. the cat. No, that's fine. Yeah. There is no like 
Medicare for cats, Medicaid for cats. So it would be more beneficial if I didn't have the money to just leave the cat to die, to pass away, or yes. just kill it this myself. Is, this just, is how capitalism works. Just smash its head with a rock and be done yep. with it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I couldn't do that, Rach. I would take care of it. I would take it myself, and I would pay for it. And then I'd probably own it after that. Isn't there some children's book they probably banned that explains that circle of life? What? Taking... Like Old Yeller or something? Is there some animal they have to kill in like Old Yeller? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. At the end of the book, <laughs> they have to kill Old Yeller because he becomes rabid with rabies. Yeah. I believe. Is that, is that what happens? That's, I never read that's it. That's Cujo. I don't know what happens to Old Yeller. <laughs> I don't I'm think... assuming he dies because he's got old in his name. No, they got to shoot him in the back uh, behind the garage. They do have to shoot him, but I don't remember necessarily why poor All old... right. Broomheads and dope monkeys. Instead of us like looking this up, tell us what happened at old Yeller. Poor old Yeller, man. He, yeah, he had to get get shot because he was old. And by, I say we forgot. I never read it. So. I don't think I did either. Maybe I did. <laughs> That's a weird book. I wonder if they still make people read that book. So wait, I saw Cujo. Cujo just had rabies. That's what made him like that. Yeah, he gets bit by a bat. Beginning of the movie. Wow. Is it a vampire bat? Is that why he's like... (laughs) Yeah, he becomes a vampire dog. That's what the book... (laughs) Stephen King. No, he gets gets bit by a rabid bat, and then he gets rabies, and he becomes a lunatic dog. A maniac, maniacal dog. You saw the movie? Yeah, I saw the movie when I was like a very small child. It's a fucking great movie. Yeah. I watched it in this basement, actually. So I must have been about like 10 to 12. The great D. Wallace Stone. She should have been nominated for an Oscar for that movie. She's so uh, good in it. Danny Pintaro, the star of Who's the Boss? You remember? Yeah. Good old Who's the Boss? <sighs> anyway. Anyway, back to Anya. <laughs> Anya Bananya. <laughs> She's all coked up. She's coked up, but she goes into school the next day looking terrible. And she had told her mom over breakfast and she was like not looking forward to this whole conversation. And Snake walks in and he's like, there's one school that might still accept you. Mm -hmm. But you have to apply in the next couple days. Hazlitt University? Sure. (laughs) (laughs) I was not that invested in that part of the story. Neither Um, was I. So... She's like, okay, I'm going to do it. And this is going to be great. But like, she's like, oh, you know, to make you guys happy, (laughs) her parents. Yeah. Mom's like, no, no, for, for your future. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this isn't going to end well because Anya has no direction. Yeah. She really just wants to. Yeah. Like you just said, she just wants to like do it because it's it's what she's supposed to do. Yeah. Holly J also really wants her to do it too, for the same reason. Yeah, and Holly J is trying to like help her out a little bit. <laughs> There's a moment where Anya decides to tell her about taking coke, and she was like, "Taking Are coke? You, sure? you sound Are like you a sure? fucking. You sound like a, a cop taking coke. <laughs> the narc here. I'm the narc. I don't know why that sounds so funny. Like he was taking coke. <laughs> where should we take it? You know, to the beach mm-hmm. for the Beach Boys concert. <laughs> Fucking Mike Love. And for this beach volleyball that's going to happen in the gym. Um, What's your favorite so, Beach Boys song? California fucking sun or whatever? Kokomo. No, um, so, he likes Kokomo. So, 
I did when I was seven, so that I still like it. Like Okamo, that's where we wanna go to not learn CRT down in Kokomo, Florida. DeSantis, DeSantis, ooh, he wants to take away CRT teachings. <laughs> that's a clunky song. It's a clunky lyrics. It's really clunky. It's or better. <laughs> it's fucking but DeSantis was lyrics. good. DeSantis. <laughs> Who else is from Florida? DeSantis. <laughs> fucking the Florida Marlins. <laughs> Dan Marino. Kokomo is in Florida, right? I is guess it not? So? I don't know. I just Maybe know it's told me all these like places that sounded amazing when right. I was a kid and I was like, I want to go to all these places. Why do I think it's in Florida? Definitely not. It's gotta be Bermuda, like, Bahama. Come on, pretty mama. I want to Largo, take... Montego. Where are Baby, the... why don't we go? Oh, it is in, it's a real place, but not off the Florida keys. Oh yeah. I told you. <laughs> There's six places named Kokomo. They're in Indiana, Missouri, Arkansas, Colorado, Hawaii, and Texas. They're not in Florida. No, it was, it's a fake place. Oh, in the song? In the song. Oh. That's where we want to go to ban all of the books that teach about slavery, Aruba, Jamaica. Oh, I want to take you to I don't know if I've been to any of the places mentioned in the song, actually. I've been to Key Largo. Maybe that's why. That's Florida. <laughs> Maybe that's why yeah, that's I always Florida. Kokomo was in Florida. Yeah. It's not even a real place. God fucking. You'll damn get it. there fast and then you'll take it slow. You won't have to hear the truth about American history <laughs> down in Kokomo DeSantis. <laughs> and DeSantis really gets me every time. But yeah, work on those lyrics. Uh, <laughs> DeSantis, Steve Bannon. Ooh, I want to take it. Tucker Carlson, Ben Shapiro. <laughs> Baby, why don't we go? Down to Kokomo, all the TVs are turned to Fox News, and some to Newsmax. All right, I'm done. <laughs> okay. Ron so, this all started because I said that Anya went to tell Holly J about her taking coke, and you taking couldn't coke. get over the taking coke. Doing coke, snorting coke, doing. what do you want me I to would say? say do. I doing, would say doing. Doing it. I'd say doing. Just doing it. I don't know why doing feels better to me than taking. <laughs> I will take your coke. Thank you very much. Yeah. Um, and she said, like, please don't judge me. And she makes the joke about, like, is that what the J stands for in, in her name? Yeah, Holly Judgmental and Myers like, Sinclair. It's, it's Jeanette, but sure. <laughs> Holly Jeanette. Um, and Holly J is like, freaks out a little bit and then calms back down. And she kind of just starts, like, shit talking Owen a little bit like wait, why are you can, dating this guy wait can we talk about this volleyball did you understand what was going on with this volleyball thing because I certainly did not I think that they had mentioned it in the last episode oh okay if I remember correctly it was something that Riley and Zane were talking about because they were trying to come up with like some sort of like challenge and so, oh, no, they came up with intramural dodgeball tournament. So this is not the same thing. This is a beach volleyball inside. For the money to go to kidney 
<laughs> disease. Oh, for for Holly J. Probably that's why she. It's it's a, to pay it's, for her dialysis. It's near and dear to. It's a charity near and dear to her heart. But so it was a tournament, and what was the deal about? Like people were going to be in bikinis. I don't know. It sounds very scandalous. I was like, why would you be in bikinis? You're in the gym. Because they tried to make it look like a beach in the gym. Keenies. Keenies. Remember? I forgot about Keenies. Rest in peace. Uh, she's still alive. Miriam Catherine. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, I know she's alive, but I mean, like, re- when she's sleeping. I hope it's peaceful. <laughs> rest in peace. You rest in, rest in Keenie. <laughs> she's going to be buried in a bikini, Miriam Catherine, when she oh. dies. Well, even so, even before um, the volleyball alive. tournament, like Holly J and Anya are like, in a classroom, and that's where they had this conversation in the yeah, first place. Right. And Holly J is kind of like saying, you know, don't like forget about Owen. Like we're on to bigger and better things. And she's like, well, I might not be. But then she talks to Owen, and Owen convinces her because she's like, well, I'm not going to, I have to cancel like hanging out that night. Yeah. So Owen convinces her to call the college to ask for an interview, even though she hasn't submitted an application yet. Yeah. Basically this felt very weird to me. She, he was telling her like, you should tell them that you helped your mom through cancer and all this and they'll give you it. You got to just take what you want. He literally says, you got to take what you want. Like I did with you. And I was like, fuck gross, bro. bro. It was gross. But she does get the interview. She does. And she says, you are the only person who believes in me. So she goes to the volleyball game. And this is where the tug of war between what Owen is saying and what Holly J is saying starts to take over. Uh Because Owen's saying that Anya shouldn't hang out with Holly J anymore. Well, that's a little. She's like her lap dog. Yeah, that that comes a little later because. At the volleyball There's, tournament is when Holly J is like, you can't seriously be thinking about staying with Owen when you go to college. Well, before that, he talks to her really briefly at the volleyball game and he starts gaslighting her. Wait, and that's yeah. like when it so it's like starting to be yeah. this t- like tug. But like he says more to her later. It's just like this. This took up gotcha. so much of these two episodes. They split up a lot of it. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So she was already feeling this like tug of like, I don't know who to believe go with and that's and then owen right. squirts holly, holly j with a water, water bottle. bottle yeah she says holly j says you're too good for him and he overhears it and he sprays her with a water bottle and she goes sorry babe faulty water bottle faulty yeah. water bottle yeah and she also earlier she said to owen after scoring the interview she's like you know what i want to have fun tonight because i got this yeah pikachu yeah uh, yeah, she's she wants to have fun. Yeah, she wants to go to that fucking one club. That club, the duh club, I think is what they call it. That club sucks, and it's so dark, and it's always like the same twenty people in there. Yeah, same lighting. Yeah, it's, it's bad. very blue. Yeah, it's um, and so she is feeling good. So she ends up taking more coke and getting. Chloe gives her like a whole little baggy she gives her a ten dollar bag of coke that miraculously lasts her for like the next five days <laughs> it's like she she takes so much coke it's like uh that gag when it's like a small bag 
but mm-hmm. you like clowns like will reach into the small bag and keep taking like Pulling stuff out, thousands yeah. of things out of it. They all get out of the car. That, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's like this bag of coke. It is a ten dollar bag of cocaine that somehow lasts her a lot, multiple times. Mm-hmm. That she keeps in a locket in her little uh, necklace. Mm-hmm. So not she doesn't keep it there yet. She has it just out and about because the sand is still in her necklace at this point. Right. Her this necklace is special because her mom gave it to her and has sand from when she was ten years old. I don't know, remember if she said where the sand was from. Must have been some special sand though. It's it was probably, probably Stofil. It might be my well, guess. you know where it's probably from the beach. Yeah, Stofil. Oh, where? Oh, Wasega Beach. Wasega Beach. Right. Mm-hmm. Not Stofil. Wasega Beach. Right. Right. She got <laughs> it's it. It's probably from, from Ellie's pockets. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be honest, that was probably when Anya was about 10 years old. (laughs) All the sand friends in Ellie's pockets being buried wearing her clothes in the sand. Not Allie, Manny. Ellie. Ellie. Oh, (laughs) it was Ellie and Emma who were there. Because she had those fucking pants on sitting in the sand in her pants. That's right. That's so, a, that's for the listeners of the podcast who've been with us for a long time. That's a little Easter yeah. egg. That's not an yeah. Easter egg. It's just a callback. It's a callback. Oh so, my God. Yeah. Fucking uh, her mom was like, hey, Ellie, did you get, did you just come from a Sega beach? Yeah. Ellie's mom also oh, not funny. the same as Anya's mom, that but maybe funny. sisters. Ellie's mom is so good, though. Remember how <laughs> she was always drunk and she burnt she the, got, house the house was on fire. Remember? Yeah, she burnt the house down. Pretty much. Oh, my goodness. So Owen can just tell from Anya's eyes. She doesn't have to say anything. He can just read well, it I in mean, her face. She, he, he also watched her come out of the bathroom with Chloe. Yeah, yeah but also Bianca, who doesn't do coke. Mm-hmm. So the next morning, like Owen, o- Owen storms off. But when does he tell her that he doesn't literally he's like, I don't want you hanging out with Holly J anymore. He says that. Is that here or is that later? I actually think that he said that at the volleyball game. Oh, I thought he said that at the club. doesn't really matter. He says that. And I remember I was like, all right. Yeah, yeah. bro. Chill. Um, and so she she's like, whatever, I'm going to have a good time. And she's going to dance with some other guy. And Owen just storms off and leaves. Yeah. So the next morning, she's like super hungover. And her mom tells her not to dilly dally. Yeah. Very important. Um, in the bathroom and she's just like a mess. And so she's so nervous because she has this interview. And so she decides to dump out the sand from her necklace and store the Coke in there. Special Wasego beach sand. Yeah. That's sand from Ellie's cargo pants. Put it in all caps. She dumped the sand. Terrible. And she does see Owen in there and he says like well she's like did we break up like what is this and he says that she's not the cute sweet girl he thought she was he sucks which is also gross yeah i hate this guy there were times when i was like oh he doesn't seem so bad in the first episode and then i was just like oh no never mind hi pikachu me too i thought that too (laughs) he's so bad and then so then as soon as she puts the cocaine in her necklace i was like oh fuck i was Either she's going to do it at the at the meeting or she's it's going to fall out of the necklace. I was just like waiting for I knew something was going to happen. And I was like Mm -hmm. cringing already. Mm -hmm. She asks Holly J to help her with her interview, like prep for her interview. Mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. which is pretty funny because Holly J is playing the um, interviewer. Yes. And right at the beginning, she's like, <laughs> Anya goes, can I get you something, some coffee or tea? <laughs> <laughs> and it was like, have you never like that's what do you think an interview is? So funny. And basically, like Holly J, this is where we sort of find out that like Anya doesn't really have any idea what she wants. Nope. Nope. She, she just thought that she was like, oh, college is the next thing that I do. So I'll do that. And Dr. Chris will be here. So I'm just going to apply to school here. And that's fine. Holly J says you're apply- you're you're looking for an English major. What's your favorite book? And she like couldn't say anything. She goes, do magazines count? they don't those are not books yeah holly j told her to talk about her dyslexia yeah she did say to say the dyslexic stuff so she goes to the interview and the like professor administrator this guy is is great he is a great actor he has like no time for this interview nope He's like, basically, we're full already, so um, this is probably not going to happen. She doesn't bring her transcript with her. Mm-hmm. So he says, I'm going to go and get your transcript. And it is at this moment that <laughs> Anya decides to do cocaine. <laughs> yep. So she does cocaine right before her interview. And then <sighs> it's just she is uh, talking a mile a minute. She's all but over at least the she's, place. But at least she's saying things that aren't terrible in her, but it's just, you know, I thought what was going to happen was she was going to get into the school and then start to be like, Oh, well, cocaine's great. It helped me get into the school. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Cause she was obviously like a little mannequin all over the place, but she was at least answering questions and had things to say and feedback and all this. And so I was like, well, is this, is he, is she going to, but no, he just, she does not get into the school. I also um, did not have to do an interview for any school I applied to. I did. You did? Yeah, I definitely did. I think I did for like all most of the schools like that I applied to. I don't remember doing an interview. Maybe I blocked it out because I was on Coke. You could probably taking all that Coke. I was taking Coke. Taking Coke. Listen to those Beach Boys records. (laughs) Um, So. So at this point, she's like, is she still? No, she's not talking to Owen at this point. So she decides because they they say she's going to find out by the end of the day. Yeah. And she says, if I don't find out by the end of the day, I'm going to go see this guy. She's talking to Holly J about that. Right. Because Holly J is trying to ask her a math question and she's just like completely ignoring it. Mm -hmm. So. She doesn't find out by the end of the day. She does go see the guy. And he's like, um, he's, he said, you were so mad. She takes him a coffee. She brings him a coffee. <laughs> and then he says, you were so manic and all over the place. You, you, one would think you were on drugs. I don't think he actually thought she was on drugs, but he was no, saying that so was the behavior of a drug, a drug addled brain. Yeah. So she's like, are you really going to stand in the way of me? Like my whole are you future. Gonna re- are you going to be the person who ruins my life? Is what she says. And he goes, dog, I didn't fuck up the interview. You did. This guy was mm-hmm. so good. Mm-hmm. He was so like perfectly cast. Yeah. And then I was like, what does this guy do for a living? I guess he's an actor. <laughs> 
feels like he's he works at Hazel University. <laughs> oh, he just really <laughs> was. He really was the admissions guy from Hazel University. Because I he, don't understand why no one has had a conversation about like why don't you just take a year off and then let's apply next year. Like I know nobody said stay it. Stay back with Fiona. Fiona's staying another year. Owen is younger than them. Yeah, he's a he's a year elevener. That's what they call it, 11er. Oh, boy. Anya Bananya. Anya Bananya with the younger man. So then, it, it, how does the story close up? She's back at the club? Oh, no. With the mom. No. With the mom. And the mom almost finds the cocaine in her necklace, but she doesn't get it. And she it. hides that, yeah. The cocaine that's still around. There's still more cocaine left. First of all, the, what was left in that bag wouldn't fucking get you high anymore. There's just not enough left in it. So the mom is like, maybe we should stay in tonight and we could like, because she's she knows that she didn't get into the school. Mm -hmm. And she's like, well, maybe we can figure something else out. Let's let's discuss it. She's like, mom, I'm going out. She's like, you're not leaving yeah. this house, Anya Bananya. And she's like, she said, watch, watch me. me. Yeah. Oh, so good. I love it. Drama, drama, drama. You know what uh, cocaine doesn't start with? It doesn't start with a B. It starts with a C. No, it does start with a C. It doesn't. So it doesn't start with a what? B, B story. You know what does start with a B? Bed bugs. Bed bugs. <laughs> I have had bed bugs twice. I had bed bugs once. So we're filthy, filthy animals. They really stigmatize. Like they can come from apartment complexes. <laughs> that's what she. That's what I he said. That, I guess that she doesn't live in an apartment complex. She just has a giant warehouse just for her. But apartment. like, God forbid, you live. You're so poor. You live in an apartment complex. It's like, dude, where do you think everybody <laughs> lives, you asshole? And, and also, sweet. Charlie didn't know what a fob was. I didn't either. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't I knew that's what they call those things. Those little things you have to swipe. Yeah, I didn't fob. I've never, I didn't, I had never fob. heard that before. So also they fix bed bugs way too quick. This is like a month long process in real life. Mm -hmm. When you get them, you're oh, drying clothes forever. You're going through your books. You're going through absolutely everything. Mm -hmm. Bed bugs were such a thing. And they were, everyone was getting them. It was a nightmare. When did you get them? I got them in 2008 and in 2012. I think I got them around 2012. Yeah. Um, and yeah, they're a nightmare. They're not fun. Um, the first time was worse. I got them in London the first time and it was really hard for us to get rid of them. Um, and eventually we did because my flatmate, it, they were mostly in her bedroom and she had like a wooden exposed, like wooden floor that had holes in it and they were just crawling into that. So she got it carpeted over. Could you see them? Not in the holes, but then she had a bed, like a bed frame that had wooden slats and it was like an older bed frame and they were hiding in between and like you could all see the them. little crevices and you could see them in them. I never saw them. I so was told she got, we had them. Yeah, so she got rid of um, her bed frame and carpeted over the floor, and then we didn't have a problem anymore. But it was, like, months. It was many months. And I came home to Baltimore at some point during that, and I had to pack all of my stuff into a trash bag, into my suitcase, and then I had to leave my suitcase in the garage. 
and I had to just throw all my clothes immediately into the wash when I got home so that I didn't bring them with me. Um, it was terrible. Bed bugs are horrible. Charlie, she assumes Charlie's bringing these bed bugs in because because Char- Charlie's hanging out at the homeless shelter. I was like, and Fiona, my one of my favorite characters. I was like, I cannot be on your side for this. No, no, no. I'm glad they wrapped it up how they did because I was just like, oof, like Fiona thinks that it's like filthy and dirty. And it's like they are like they're traumatizing when you have bed bugs. They are. But she was like, you're always hanging around the homeless shelter. I was like, oh, my God. (laughs) And your apartment is right above the train. And it's just you're a shady, dirty, filthy person. So Charlie and Fiona get down. Yeah, well, also this. Oh, is that when that starts? When they, it starts before the bed bugs. I think that they get down, right? Okay, I was gonna say that it. She doesn't know that they have bed bugs at first. She thinks she's allergic to Mister Tuxedo Pants, Charlie's cat <laughs> that she brought with her. I'm not even commenting on Mister Tuxedo Pants. It's so stupid. <laughs> it's so stupid, but uh, Fiona's allergic to cats, so she thinks that that's the problem. She has these really bad hives, and she's telling Eli mm-hmm. about it, and he looks at them, and he's like, that doesn't look like hives. That looks like bites. Yeah, and then he So looks that's when them. they Google it, and they figure out it's bed bugs. They're coming in at Charlie's tight cheeks, I think. Is where they're Hello? Rachel's doing Charlie. Rachel's doing Charlie's mouth and cheeks, which we keep making fun of all the time. But this is going to be the last time we can make fun of them because I think Charlie's gone from the show after this. <laughs> you doing? I wish the broomheads you could see it because Rachel's doing a really good job. <laughs> it hurts my face a lot. It really gives it a workout. Mm, I'm really falling <laughs> for you, Fiona. Also, we still don't know how old this person is. No, we uh, we assume that she's in college and she's at university. We're just accepting this relationship, right? It's fine. Yes. Yeah. Um, um, but we're also, I mean, she's also buys alcohol. Mm-hmm. So does that make she mean she has to be 21 or is it 18 in Canada? I think it was 19 in oh, Canada. Oh, 19. Okay, so maybe she's 19. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, go ahead. So... Fiona, when she realizes it's bed bugs, she gets like someone to come in and pest control, deal with the place, tell her what to do. She's wearing this great hat. <laughs> I don't know if this is like her bed bug hat. It's great. She's wearing this great like 1920s flapper style hat. Fiona's and yellow robes rubber gloves. Too. Fiona always like wakes up <laughs> she in has a so robe. many robes. She has like as many robes as people have pajamas. Regular robes Pierre over here, you know? Yeah, she is. She's, that, talk about wealth when you have multiple robes. She's French Canadian too, like Robes Pierre, because Pierre is French. Robes Pierre. Robes Pierre. Robes Pierre? Uh, yes, I've heard the word. <laughs> Mama Coin also has no idea that Charlie's there. <laughs> I think anytime I see anybody in a robe, I want to call them <laughs> Robes Pierre. Morgan. <laughs> oh, that's not even funny. I don't know what to tell you. I'm sorry. <laughs> sketchy. That's the other word that she uses for bed bugs. Sketchy. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, Charlie's like, I'm just as grossed out about these fucking. I'm sorry, she's more like, I'm just as grossed out about these bid bugs as you are. Because she can't really open her mouth because her cheeks are so tight. Um, but they definitely, I, I don't know that they fuck, but they definitely like make out. Something happens, yeah. And she does say to to Eli that they took it to the or to Holly J that she took it to the next level. She tells Eli too. Eli, it's, I think it's Eli that she told. Yeah. And Eli yeah. was like, so I'd like to see that. I bet Eli was thinking, I'd like to see that. Yeah. So then what happens is that Mama Coin calls and says that they had bed bugs at the penthouse. So it was Mama Coin who brought the bed bugs. And so dun dun dun, dun this is all wrapped up neatly. Wayne Coyne probably got him when he was on tour in one of those bubbles. Oh, yeah, the bubble. I'm sure that the bed bugs can stick to the crevices in the bubble. Totally. The plastic bubbles. <laughs> so then to celebrate being bed bug free, Charlie's like, let's celebrate with a little champagne. Like, I will buy some. And Fiona hasn't told Charlie that she's an alcoholic. She says to um, Fiona, she says, I know you're underage. But let's just get something, a little something to wet our lips. I was like, I am just going to just rub a little bit on and then I'm done. That's it. That's like an old person (laughs) thing to say. Like Charlie. So she must be 65, right? (laughs) That makes me think that she is not 19. She's obviously just a little something to wet our lips. Who fucking says that? (laughs) Charlie, evidently. Gotta wet my lips. She's wetting her lips. But yeah, so she doesn't tell her that she's an alcoholic. She's like, it's the one thing I haven't told her. I think that, and then finally, so Charlie does buy the stuff to wet their lips. And (laughs) because Fiona just can't tell her. And instead of just telling her, uh, that's the crux of every issue. issue All every episode. Nobody tells anybody anything until until they have to. And then it turns into a thing. Mm-hmm. So she's like, I'm totally fine. I can be around alcohol. I could take a sip of this and it wouldn't even do anything. And she picks the glass up and she's like, oh, shit. I got to call my mom. So it becomes yeah. a whole thing. And then she immediately calls her. Yeah. And then Fiona's like, you know what, Charlie, I can't do this. I can't be around alcohol. Um, I realized that. And she's like, well, that means. And then Charlie says, well, that means I can't either. And Fiona says, no, I can't do that to you. You're in university. You are. This is like social for you. Like, I get it. And they break up in a very mature breakup, I have to say. Yeah, because Fiona's like, I'm clearly not ready for this because I couldn't tell you about it. I feel bad for. So they. It's it's so weird to me. I felt bad for Fiona because like. She, it could have gone a different way, and Charlie could have been like, "No, no, I, I'm really starting to have feelings for you. Let's try it anyway." And she's just like, "Nah, I'm gonna drink with my friends," which also totally viable. Like, I'm not saying Charlie's wrong. Yeah, but it does seem like this arc. I would have expected it to last a little longer, but I'm also kind of satisfied with how it ended. It's I don't know. Yeah. It was it was enough. Charlie wasn't setting my world on fire, to be honest. No, it's her tight cheeks. Yeah, her tight cheeks are a little rough. Not that they look bad. They just are funny. Mm-hmm. And you're, are you going to miss them? <laughs> yeah, I might miss them. But yeah, they break up 
And Charlie's like, mm-hmm. I'm a big girl, Fiona. I'll be fine. Mr. Mm-hmm. Poopy Pants or whatever the fuck his name is. <laughs> I hate like cute Tuxedo pants. Tuxedo pants. That's Mr. Like, Tuxedo Pants, my kid. That's not a name. I'm just like, that's a stupid name. <laughs> I don't like it. It's not funny. It's not cute. Anytime it says like somebody says like something mick something, I'm always like, yeah. you're not funny. Not a fan. It's just not funny. All right. Party pooper. Party McPooper. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> tire McTire face. What? Just get out of here. I think I used to have a joke about me being Mick Ikniowski, which is. Who had that the, joke? The, I, I think I had that joke with someone at some point. Mick Niowski? Mick Ikniowski, like I was Irish and Polish. Oh. Like my name started with M lowercase C. you're missing the context of it but i don't know that's right that is true i don't know the context of it i'm sure i'm sure in context it was funny i'm sure it's very funny but when did this happen when you were like 16 probably in high school yeah yeah. exactly it's not funny now we're 40 no i know i'm not 40 yet i know i know i know i know i know stop jumping the gun i know anyway pat what's up could you get the c story I guess so. Could I get it? I got Maybe. it. I got it. Okay. C for panties. C is for panties. <laughs> Connor gets found out about the panties. But it happens slowly. <sighs> yeah, it does. So it starts off with that. There's an app competition. Yeah. To build an app, I assume. Yes. And Connor has this idea about one that recommends an outfit to wear. Right. And he's like, you know, before we had to wear uniforms, like I had a hard time figuring out what to wear. Imagine if you're a girl and you have so many more choices of things to wear. Like, how do you decide what to wear for school that day? So he comes up with this idea for an app where it's based on your mood yeah. and like where you're going. It'll recommend things. Yep. Yeah. It's an algorithm he's developed. And so it sounds like, People know that someone has been stealing panties. Well, we find that out after the fact, after the fact that like once he gets caught in the girl's room, because then people are like, oh, yeah, must be. Maybe it's the same guy who has been stealing panties. So, yeah, yes, people certainly have are, have caught on to the fact that their underwear hasn't been around. Yeah. He figures out when the beach volleyball tournament is going on in the gym that, oh, there's got to be a lot of clothes in the locker room right now. So he decides he's going to go in and just take pictures of some of like the clothes in the locker room. Yeah. And then he starts sneaking around again, even though he's like, you know, worked through his thing with the panties and he sees like a a silky pink bra. Mm. And just as he's like looking at this, Allie comes in to the. Uh, locker room, not Ellie with her pockets full of sand. Nope. Um, Allie. Pocket full, pocket full, pocket full of sand. He's so like just non like willy nilly about it. Like he doesn't even hide. He's just like taking people's clothes and taking pictures of them and like not mm-hmm. hi- like just out in the clear blue sky. Like he has no fucking I don't know. You could just ask a couple girls if you could take pictures of their clothes for an app you're working on and it would have I mean none of this would have happened then so that would be really boring. I do think that a part of it is the like excitement of the hunt or you know a little bit in a weird way. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. 
So he pushes Allie and runs out, and it seems that, like, no one knows who the perv who's been stealing underwear was who was, like, in the girls' locker he, room that day. He puts his hood on so she can't see him. She And he, like, yeah. backs out. Yeah, it works like the invisibility cloak in Harry Potter. Yeah, pretty much. Just suddenly can't see who it is. So they're, then they're presenting the app in class, and Allie notices one of the outfits that is, or the tops that is showing is something that's was knitted by her grandma. Is that what she said? I think so. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And is like one of a kind. You can't get it anywhere else. So that's when she puts it together and she tells, uh, Wesley, Wesley. Yeah. Wesley. And Katie, I don't remember what her name is. is. Katie's the one who doesn't like drama. Yeah. Yeah, Hannah? No, but it's like Hannah, Hannah. Thank Holy you. Holy shit. Did you ever think in a million years you would have come up with yeah. that? No, no, I'm impressed. Broomheads, I'm you heard it here. I got it. Pat got it. Not me. That was pretty good. I'm pretty proud of myself right now. So Hannah is, tell... uh, Hannah is uh, backwards and forwards, huh? Yeah, it huh. is. It is. Huh. Oh, crazy. Palindrome. Yeah, palindrome. Backwards and forwards. <laughs> It's a backwards and forwards. What did I say? It's a backwards and forwards. Yeah. Hannah. <laughs> Pretty good. Um, two for two. That was two big things. I got the name, then I realized it was a backwards and forwards. Mm-hmm, huh. mm-hmm. Pretty smart. I would have I so, would have gotten into fucking Huntsville College. What's it called? <laughs> Hazlitt, I think. Hazlitt. I'm just saying it like Hazlitt, New Jersey. She got so coked up before that interview. So funny. I can't believe that she was like, this is how I'm going to get through this interview. (laughs) Cocaine. Cocaine. She should not be going to college, I got to say. Like, (laughs) I think this is not the right choice for her. She's just not experienced Um, enough with cocaine yet. That's the problem. No, that's the problem. So they tell Snake. Snake has a talk with Connor and Connor gets really upset. And he says, one of the things that I wrote down was that he said about Allie, like she got in my way. That's it. It's like, you put your can't do that when you're trying to run away. That's not good. And he's like really freaking out. And then he kind of calms down and, you know, snakes, like, obviously you have to be suspended. They have a mediator in there too. Yeah. They're going to send him to this behavioral program while he's on suspension. Yeah, um, not to stand and me. hopefully it'll help to to handle these kind of situations. So they're like, you know, it's not like, you know, you're you're curious like a normal teenage boy. But like, this is not how you're you're not allowed to be. doing. It was this, like, so. I just like find t- other ways to let that out. He said, I just like to look at the underwear. I'm just interested in the underwear. Because that because Snake brings up to him, you know, there's other and he admits right away. He was like, I didn't want to hurt anybody. And Snake's like, yeah. oh, my God, you live in my house for some reason that has been not clear. Not ever discussed. To anybody at all. But he's like, he's leaving. And Snake's like, and I've been so busy and I haven't been around. And I'm like, who's what happened to Spike and the baby yeah. <laughs> and Emma? Like, are they ever around? So he gives Wesley all the information to keep making the app because they're going to like mm-hmm. some app competition or something. Yeah. And Wesley doesn't want to take it. And he's like, no, like, I want you to because I want this to get out there. So they then they make a bunch of uh, Star Trek references mm-hmm. and yep. Terminator. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. It's all good. He's going to come back fine. And nobody's going to be like, oh, wow, that creepy guy stole Miss Miss O's underwear. 
Yeah, exactly. We probably sniffed them and stuff. <laughs> oh. I mean, no? Possible, yeah. Ugh. Maybe I should cut that out of the episode. <laughs> Maybe I don't want to say sniffed <laughs> sniffed them. <laughs> Maybe not. Maybe not. But I, I mean, it's a clean cut. Um, Rach. Yes. What do you think? Does it or doesn't it? Does it go there or doesn't it go there? I this is tough. I gave it a five oh, in ratings terms. So it's like ratings? right in the middle. We're doing ratings now. What's going no, on? I just I did it. I wrote it down in my mind so I could be like, does it go there or doesn't it go there? And I this is what makes it really hard is that like. A five is like right there in the middle, because I feel like, you know, I always love a drug episode. I think a drug episode always goes there. Yeah, so I feel like it does go there. I just feel like this one was like less extreme than some of the We're other ones. We're used to people like losing their livelihoods in 20 minutes. Yeah, yeah. And this, so this was like softer. that. This was softer. Mm-hmm. And in a way, I think it's like probably for the best that she didn't get into this college because I don't mm-hmm, think. Mm-hmm. But she is going to go on a, on a little bit of it seems like a wild spree or something. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. With this, yes. like, I'm not talking to my mom. Exactly. Let me ask you a question. If you saw kind of actually sniff the panties, would it have gone there a little more for you? Yes. Yeah, definitely. That would have done it. Or if we had like seen the bed bugs or and Fiona and Charlie having sex. Fiona was so upset because she saw a picture of bed bugs that they had eyes. Yeah, she was very taken aback by the eyes. And I was like, I think I'm more afraid of a bug that doesn't have eyes. I think so. That seems really scary. We have bed bugs with eyes. I think it goes, but like yeah. bed bugs without eyes, really scary. Yeah, they, <laughs> they just smell you. That's how they know you're there. I think it goes there. There's drugs. There's comeuppance for Connor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much it. It goes there minimum, like a five point five or a six or something like that. Somewhere in your yeah. same generation. I mean, yeah. Although, like, does a six go there? I don't know. I think I kind of thought sevens are really going there. So really going there. Maybe yeah. it doesn't go there. I mean, she did do cocaine in a college interview. Yeah, that kind of is great. Yeah, I'm going to say it does, but like barely. I'm going to say it does. But barely. It does, but it's a barely going there. It skates through. Barely. Mm-hmm. All right, Pat, I'm not going to ask you whose underwear do you want to steal? Oh, jeez. I think you've done this. You've done that to me already. <laughs> I know it's hard when they keep going over the same story. <laughs> but whose underwear do I want to sniff? Yeah. <laughs> different story. <laughs> Pat. Yeah. What's your favorite Beach Boys song? <laughs> um, Anya. Yeah, I know that down. Anya is it's not Anya. like the best character in this episode, but she does such a great She's job. So in this. Good. I just, I absolutely loved it. Like she just, the highs and the lows, she did a great job. This also has good Fiona stuff and still Anya runs away with this episode. She's so good. Yeah. Her on cocaine in that interview is for me, Pantheon scenes. Mm-hmm. Like, you told me to play basketball, right? Isn't that the line? So like, it's up there with that for me. Yeah, it's and it's so good. Anya fucking rules. I love Anya. 
She's she's great. she's creeping up to be honestly one of my all time favorite characters. Because there's something about her that is like so funny. She's really compared funny to, compared to Holly J and Fiona, even yeah. that I'm just like, I do really find her amusing. She's also like an underdog in a lot of ways because she doesn't yeah. get as much time and she's just the best. I love Anya. I'm so I'm so all about it. Give me Anya. You say Anya, too. I say Anya, oh, too. Beautiful. And Pat, we have some people to welcome into the room tonight, too. I know. I'm sorry. No, no, no. I'm ex- no, not, it's not me. Okay. Oh, hello. It has been so long since I have been here. It is like it feels like it's been a two months, three months, four months. How are oh, you doing, hey. Rachel? Hey, Mr. Del Rossi. I'm doing good. How are oh, you? Oh, I'm so good. I'm so happy to be here. So happy to say a welcome. Be a welcome. Arms, open arms. Journey with arms wide open with the like arms. Creed, well, Creed is a back baby. They're done it. They're coming back. They're taking it. Wow. They're having a cruise. You want to go on the Creed the cruise with me? No, I don't. You don't no want cruises, to go on the Creed no. the cruise with me? Mm-mm. Not even with the Mister De La Rose. Not even with Mister Del Rossi. Oh my God! I gotta find someone. I thought you would go on a Creed cruise with me. What if I told Creed you cruise. that fuel was gonna be on the bill? I'm not, I still don't want to go. I don't like fuel What anymore. if I told you that brand new was going to be under the bill? Then I might. Oh, then not. I know. Nor is Blur. No, Blur is not on a Creed cruise. I'll tell you who's on a Creed <laughs> cruise. I'll find out. I'll let you know. Don't don't pick a decision right now. Because you okay, never okay. know. You might have found out the summer buds are going to be on. They're okay. going to be very, very excited. Oh, I got to say, I got to do this because here I am. It's me. You know me. I'm a very Italian. So mm-hmm. rest in the peace, Tony Bennett. Oh, yes. R.I.P. Tony Bennett. He is a good friend with a Lady Gaga. He's a good friend with the Amy Winehouse. He's a good friend with the Red Hot Chili Peppers. All of them? Oh, every one of them. He loves them and he is dead. (laughs) And when the people die, we say, rest in peace. And sometimes we say it when we just want them to sleep good. Like we said earlier today. (laughs) Sometimes we also say rest in Keeney. Rest in Keeney. I hope a Tony Bennett is a rest in in a Keeney. I love him very much. (laughs) I left him a hut in a San Francisco. Mm-hmm. He is well, better than a Frank Sinatra. Mr. Del Rossi, we asked you here because we have to invite some people into the room today. Oh, how many people? Two. Okay, so good. I love it. Let me know who they are. The first person is right now. Jem. Oh, Jen, I think it is in Oh, Jem. I was a singing like a less Jem than Jake. Like Jem and the hologram. I was a singing a less than Jake because mm-hmm. I thought it was a Jen. And I was going to, well, I'll sing it anyway, just with the Jem. Jem thinks it isn't fair that I don't really care. She doesn't maybe not know that song. But if you do know that song, it's very good. Jem, I'm so happy to have you in a room. You can come in. You can sit back or relax. You can have some a champagne, or you don't have to have it if you don't want it. But you're gonna have to break up with the Charlie. That is what happens if you don't want to have the champagne. You got to break up with the Charlie because the Charlie needs to have a champagne to be able to hang out. She just wants to wet her lips. If you want to come in here, you can wet your lips, or you not wet your lips. Whatever you want. But either way, we are so happy to have you because we love you. 
and we love all of our friends and the dope, dope monkeys and the broomheads and you're the best and I hope you have a nice a day and I hope you have a nice time in the room. Welcome, Jim. All right, that is one down, one to go. Who's the next one? It is Adam. Oh my goodness, Adam. It is a, so a nice a, to have you in the room. There's a character on the show named Adam. That's nice, right? It's always nice it to is. have you. Rachel loves when there are characters named Rachel in a thing. She loves it, makes her like the characters. Like friends? Yeah, she, well, not the mm-hmm. friends. I know you don't like a friends. <laughs> but sometimes I know you like it and you think, oh, that is a character. It's a name, the mm-hmm. same name as me, and I'm going to like them. <laughs> sometimes when you see a game show and someone does a name the same name as you, you're going to like it. You're going to root for that person a little bit more, maybe. Maybe I, a little bit more. When maybe. I was, when, not me, because I'm Mr. Del Rossi, but when a Pat was smaller and he loved a Patrick Ewing, the basketball mm-hmm. player, mm-hmm. because he's the Knicks and Pat likes the Knicks, and that was his favorite team. And Patrick Ewing was the best player on the Knicks, obviously, so of course he's going to mm-hmm. gravitate towards him anyway. But mm-hmm. it would be lying if he didn't say part of the reason he liked them so much because they had the same name. So anyway, I don't know if Adam on Degrassi is your favorite character. Maybe it's not, but I probably would imagine you think, oh, I like it. He has on my same name. You at least have like some, you know, closeness with him. Adam Brody is also Adam. Mm-hmm. He's also an Adam, but that's his real life name, not his character mm-hmm. name. Mm-hmm. That's true. That is a true. Well, Adam, we are so happy to have you. We mm-hmm. wish you the best of luck. <laughs> in general. Just in well, life. Just in general, we wish everybody the best of luck in general and in life, and we're so happy to have you in a room. You know the deal. The room is temperature controlled. You can get whatever food you want. You can watch whatever movies you want. You just live your life in the room here with us. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for being a patron. We are going to give you 110% of the profits of all the money that we make on a patron. We're going to give it to you, all of it, plus 10%. Write it down. What? I don't think we can agree to that, Mr. Del Rossi. Oh, my goodness. I'm sorry, Adam. We're not going to give you 100% of the profits plus 10%. But we're going to say we're <laughs> going to give you 100% of the effort plus a 10%. Yeah. That is a true. And we love you. And I thank you for joining the Patreon and being in the room with us. Suck on the door. Mr. Del Rossi, out. Bye. Wow. That was a pretty was- succinct visit. That was. I feel like he didn't. He, you know, he kept to the point, which well, is hard for Mr. Del Rossi to, me, to do uh, sometimes. Yeah, you always yelling at me. You're singing the Kokomo all the time. I can't be here. You're spending too much time singing the Kokomo. Sorry, Mr. Del Rossi. It's his bed, past his bedtime. Um, Pat, he I also figured out place. that Tom Tom Sharpling saw Pulp, who was also That's <laughs> doing right. a reunion concert in the same week. That's who. Uh, it was. I I did not go see Pulp, but I did hang out with one of the guys in Pulp once. <laughs> That is who it was, Pulp, not yeah. Blur. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Oh, I didn't tell That's I didn't tell up. the broomheads my story. Which one? That oh. I was coming back from Copenhagen and I was on the same flight as Alex James from Blur. Unbelievable. She didn't say anything to him. <laughs> and I didn't say anything to him because I have such a hard time talking to people. He was with his whole family. He has five kids. Well, you'll regret this for the rest of your I, life. I will. I actually, that's the second time I've met him. <laughs> he also came to a well, concert you didn't where I was meet him this office. time. You didn't meet him I this know. time. <laughs> but I didn't say anything to him that time either. 
Were you like, oh, the plane probably won't crash because there's a famous person? That's literally the first thing that I thought. And then I when I arrived in London, my friend Jasmine was like, did you think the plane wasn't going <laughs> to crash because there's a famous person on it? And I said, yep. I was like, I've never felt so yep. little anxiety on yep. a plane as I did that day. And I was like, I just need a celebrity on my plane every time. Yep. And sometimes that when like there's not a lot of people on the plane, I'm like, oh, fuck. This is the one. Yeah. This is the one. Fewer casualties. <laughs> well, I was like, well, if if this plane crashes, then no one's going to see Blur next weekend. So it's fine. Fair. Yeah. I, I did think about talking to him, but the one time that I had an opportunity was like right after you get through passport control and one of his gaggle of children did not make it through. They have, they're all e-gates now, so you don't even speak to someone. But then if you need to speak to someone, they like send you to a different line. And so one of his kids got sent to a different line. And so he was like dadding from the other side of it. Mm. And I suddenly turned a corner and he was there and I was like, oh my God. But he's like trying to talk to the border over the border agent to his kid. And I was like, I'm not going to say in the middle of this, like, hey, excited for the show on Saturday. Yeah. He'd be like, whoa, what? Yeah. Yeah. How did you recognize me? I'm the least recognizable member of Blur. That's what he would say. (laughs) He looks exactly the same, just older. Right. Let's all meet up in the He's end. got a big gut now though, because he's he's the one who makes cheese. Mm. Yeah. As anyway. if I knew one of them made cheese. That's how you said it. Like as if people know oh. that. Oh, there's yeah, at least well. there's the one blur guy who makes all the cheese. <laughs> like that's a common <laughs> fucking thing that people know. Well Oh, now I that mean, you, you say know, that. Yeah. It's I mean, it's actually pretty well known in England, so just saying. Well, I'm not in England, Rachel. I'm in New York City I'm for just, Christ's sake. Look, you know, he makes cheese. One of them is called Blue Monday, and it's a blue cheese. Uh, blue Monday, new order. Yeah. I think they're all named How for music things. Does it feel they sell it at Sainsbury's? To treat me like you do. One of the blur members was a member of parliament. Head upon me. Who? Dave Roundtree, the drummer. He's, he's even less recognizable than the fucking cheese maker you're talking about. <laughs> he's the only one that I haven't seen aside, like out and about in the world. I've seen all of them out and about in the world, except for Dave Roundtree. He's too busy with his wig on at Parliament. <laughs> no, that, those are lawyers. Yeah. <laughs> all um, right. What you Go find us on all the social media places. You know where to go. Come on. It's over. Let's just fucking just go. Go to the Patreon, patreon.com slash deemp. We're going to be, if you missed it last week, we're going to be doing the original Degrassi, Degrassi Junior High. We're starting it this mm-hmm. month. We're mm-hmm. recording it tomorrow. Be there or be square because it's not going to main, not going to be on the main not feed. Not on the main feed. We're doing it solely for Patreon. It's a Patreon exclusive. Live it up. You got to get it. We're going to see Patreon.com slash Deemp. Who else? Snake, Lucy. Spike, Lucy, Desi Arnaz. Caitlin. Lucy, Desi, Ricky, uh, Fred, Fred Mertz, Ethel Mertz, <laughs> Little Ricky, all of the characters from. I can't, I can't I drop in any other Degrassi names now. Those are all I the just... Lucy characters. That's all of them. There's no other ones. And sometimes There's like no a neighbor ones. stops by. Yeah. That's honeymooners. It'll be a great time. So Vita Vita Vegemin. You want to hear us talk about Vita Vita Vegemin? In the chocolate factory episode. In the chocolate factory. Yep. yep, yep, yep. Lucy's always trying and to get wine. on the show. Uh, Got to stomp those grapes. I wonder if that has transcended to 
the next the younger generations. I don't know. It's a good question. I mean, it did to ours. So. Well, because it was still on. Like we still had channels, <laughs> still on all the time. and they would like run them. Like Nick at night, I watched Lucy all the fucking time. Like when I was yeah. a kid, I love ah. Love Lucy. I was gonna say. Yeah, it. you did. You love Lucy. I do love surprise, Lucy. Surprise, surprise. She's great. Hilarious. Anyway, if you don't sign up for the Patreon, you're never gonna hear us talk about the original Degrassi. That's all I'm saying. We're just not gonna get to it on the main feed. So it's this is how it has to be. This is how it has to be. How's it gonna be? So good night. How it has to be and grilled cheese definitely. And grilled cheese definitely. Ichniowski. Daisy dog. Ichniowski. <laughs> Daisy dog. Ichniowski. <laughs> <laughs>